Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you're having a good day and enjoying the fall weather wherever you are located. Last week, we looked at the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. When you call on Jesus Christ to save you from your sins, you immediately receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given to God's children to comfort, teach, and reprove them. This week, I would like to look at the subject of baptism. The doctrine of baptism is very important to study and understand. The reason for this is because there are many false doctrines and beliefs about baptism. For example, some believe you have to be baptized to have your sins forgiven and become a child of God. We looked at salvation a few weeks ago and saw that salvation is a gift of God by faith in Christ alone, not through good works or baptism. Some also believe you have to be baptized to receive the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, we read that some people receive the Holy Spirit after being baptized. In other passages, people receive the Holy Spirit the moment they believed. In the passages where they received the Holy Spirit after they believed and were baptized in water, it was always done to prove God's word and give the Jews a sign. By the end of the book of Acts, this stopped. The key verse in the Bible that is used to teach you must be baptized to be saved is Acts chapter 2, verse 38. We will look at that verse in the second part of this study on baptism next week. I would like to divide this study into two parts. Baptism is a huge subject and I cannot do it in one lesson. In the first part, we will look at baptism in the life of a new believer. In the second part, we will see that there are seven different baptisms in the Bible. First, what does the word baptism mean? Many think that baptism is being sprinkled with water or that baptism is just with water. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo, which simply means to immerse or dip. Many modern dictionaries give a religious definition saying it means to be immersed in water. However, as we will see later next week in the Bible, you can be baptized with water, fire, or it is used as a picture of being immersed. In other words, being baptized in the Bible is not always with water. Today, let's look at baptism for the new believer. There are two baptisms for a new believer, a spiritual one and a water baptism. First, when you trust Jesus as your Savior, you are baptized into His body by the Holy Spirit. This is a spiritual baptism. There is no physical water in this baptism. Through this spiritual baptism, we are made one with Christ. The below verses that we will read are spiritual baptisms, not water baptisms. The Spirit of God baptizes you into the body of Christ. Water baptism comes after this baptism. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 14. This is the most important verse on this doctrine. 
For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. This is a spiritual baptism that the Holy Spirit does. There's no water mentioned in this verse. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 6. The Bible says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. And then one more verse, Colossians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, and whom also ye are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Jesus Christ also spoke of this baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let's read Acts chapter 1, verse 5. In this passage, Jesus had not ascended to the Father yet. He was talking to his disciples. Acts 1, 5. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. First, Jesus mentions the baptism of John, which was with water, a baptism of repentance. We'll look at that next week. But then he mentions a baptism with the Holy Ghost, not with water. Let's continue reading in Acts chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So when a person accepts Jesus as their Savior, they are baptized by the Holy Spirit. They are made part of the body of Christ, and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell inside of them. Every new believer receives this spiritual baptism. Second today, let's talk about water baptism after a person calls on Jesus Christ to save them. This is a water baptism that is simply a testimony to this world that someone has trusted in Christ. Every born-again Christian is commanded to be baptized. Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20. Water baptism is always by immersion, not sprinkling. This water baptism is a way to prove to those around you that you have repented of your sins and trusted Jesus as your Savior. Water baptism does not save a person. The sacrifice Jesus Christ made on the cross is the only thing God will accept to pay for man's sin. 
There are many examples of water baptism in the New Testament. Let's look at just two examples. In Acts chapter 10, Peter is preaching to Cornelius, a Gentile. When he gets to verse 43, he says, Whosoever believeth in him, he's speaking about Jesus, shall receive remission of sins. Then we come to verse 44. While he is speaking in verse 43, the Holy Spirit comes on all which heard him. These people got saved and received the Holy Spirit without being baptized. After they believed, they got baptized in water. Let's read that. Acts chapter 10, verses 42 through 48. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnified God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water, that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then pray they him to tarry certain days. Let's now look at Acts chapter 8. In this passage, Philip talks to the Ethiopian eunuch. This man was reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, and Philip preached to him about Jesus. He believes in Jesus, and then he is baptized in water. Acts chapter 8, verses 34 through 38. Let's read those verses. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Notice in both cases, they first believed in Christ and then were baptized in water. These passages, as well as Acts chapter 16, prove that baptism is not a requirement for New Testament salvation. It is just a testimony to those around you that you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Baptism is an important study in the Bible. Today we have only looked at a very small part of what the Bible has to say about this subject. Next week we will continue and look at a few more things about this doctrine. Thank you for listening today and I hope you have a wonderful day.